You're listening to Five Smooth Stones. You're saying it weird. The hell are you supposed to be? I know rent, rent is due every day. All is fair in love, war, and challenges. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. It's interesting, the ghost. But you can't change the rules just because you don't like how I'm doing it. I'm vengeance. Raining outside. No, it's a podcast. It's a podcast. Okay, Gavin. Battle of the Seasons review. Thoughts. I know we've talked about this when Sydney and I talked about it with you before we watched it. We had like kind of lowballed it because we both weren't real huge fans of the season. But this, since this is your actual first time watching Battle of the Seasons, do you um, like it, it? I loved it. The first, for being the first, not even just being the first time watching it, just in general, I had watched like an episode and a half of it originally, like about a year ago or whenever I started watching the show, and I didn't like it at all. But watching the whole season, I freaking loved it. So, what did you think about? Because it comes in the season, Battle of the Seasons seems pretty self explanatory. They're seasons. Of like their real world seasons, you're grouped with four on each team, a four of your or three of your real world roommates, total of four on the team, and that's your team for the season, and you're battling other seasons. So it's a group. We've seen groups. We've seen that before. Well, I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like this in terms of groups. We've no. seen like two groups, two big groups together, but there's. Let's go through it. There's fresh meat. There's Cancun, there's Las Vegas, there's uh, San Diego, um, St. Thomas, New Orleans, Brooklyn, Austin, Brooklyn. I think I hit them all. Yeah, you hit them all. Austin, okay. I don't know if you said Austin. Yeah, yeah, Austin. I thought this was a, in terms of casting, this is a really, really, what's because it's, Partly because a ninety percent of them, I would say, close to uh, maybe not quite ninety, but a uh, majority of them are rookies coming into this season. Yeah, so rookies, technically rookies in this season: Frank, Zach, Rob, Knight, Trey, Preston, Ashley, Sam, Devin, Marie, Nani, Jimmy. That's a stacked cast of rookies. It really is. Not even in just like some of those like. Not even half of those people have even won a challenge, but Zach's on it multiple seasons in a row. Knight's in a handful of seasons. Preston's in a handful of seasons. Frank. Marie, Frank, Nani, Jimmy. So those even without wins, those people are well and you also get I mean this is I mean Nani's like a mainstay after this. Right. She's on like a huge amount, like a ton of seasons after this. And she's I mean, she's still on them today. But yeah, you do have this is one of the. Oh, this is I. I think you can safely say it's one of the best casts in terms of rookies that they've had, for sure. But the format, the format, I thought, I don't know. I, there just wasn't like I understand. There's a lot of good vet or a lot of good rookies in this. I just didn't think there was enough vets, like good yeah. quality vets. You had a couple. I kind of like that a little bit though. Like this season kind of seems like what they tried to do with invasions without bringing like 
the beginning of invasions before all the other guys came in. That's kind of how this season turned out to be because there were no like huge big hitters. Like the biggest vet in the house is Camilla and Kara. And well, Wes is in the beginning. Wes goes home day one. Yeah, which we that's something funny to talk about. Speaking of, so looking at the teams, I mean, you look at the teams and you don't know anything about Frank or Zach because they're rookies, but I mean, that team off the bat looks pretty stacked, yeah. at least with those two. Uh, I was thinking, so I have a lot of thoughts on the season because I, I have a lot of, I have a lot of feelings towards the season. And I think after rewatching it again, it's not that I still don't put it very high on my seasons in total, but it has literally everything you love about a challenge season and like multiplied by 10, which is, yeah. uh, it's just, maybe it's just the cast for me. And the, the fresh- format is not ideal. I think the no. format for eliminations could have been done better. What, what do you mean? Like, what would you have done different in terms of format of eliminations? It's hard to like, I don't know. Because what I, the, the thing I don't, I, I agree with you. There are parts of the elimination I don't like. I hate how you're not competing as like a team, I guess. And like you're putting yeah. like, well, we can talk about some of the drama later. But like, for instance, like with Vegas, like Alton is very clearly wanting to go home. Mm-hmm. And like you're not only if he's throwing an elimination, he's throwing it with a another person who he necessarily doesn't want to go home or doesn't want to go in, whatever. Like if a team goes in for elimination, I feel like it should have been a team thing. Yeah. And I understand I, you would have had to have more teams for it to last because then you're, that's what I was going to say at that point home. Yeah. You gotta send home four people in one day. Yeah. I that's it. it yeah. I, I guess they did the best they could. Cause it's, which I like, it's the loser of the daily challenge goes in. And then the winner picks the winner of the daily challenge picks the other team that goes in against them. Yeah, I this is one of the deals we've talked about this. I think I don't like the repeat eliminations. I hate it. It's especially this one because they're actually picking the elimination that these like the winning team gets to pick the elimination that the uh, two teams going in are going to do. And after you've seen all four, because there's four different ones, you can strategize of how to do it and stuff like that. Exactly. Which they do towards the end. What is it? Physical, mental strategy and endurance. Yeah. That some right? of those. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. But some of those I don't even like the endurance one is the one where you're throwing those balls across that wire. That was stupid to me. That's not endurance. No. I mean it's it I sure you can be an elimination. It's a fun elimination to watch, but it's not endurance. And but you did get I think you in this season you get two iconic at least one. I don't know how you feel about not so fast or whatever it is, but that not so fast is one they use pretty um, a couple of different times in the future, and then obviously Hall Brawl is. Uh, what is that one? I can't picture that one in my head. The not so fast. It's when they're in like the kind of a cage thing, and they have a rope, and they're supposed to tie knots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. it's a major endurance and a strategy. You could yeah. go both. That that to me is more endurance than the ball. I think is. that one is the endurance one. No, that's mental. I think or it's strategy. mental or strategy. Mental is the one where they're underwater. Yeah, strategy. You're right. Yeah, that is a good elimination. I do like that rope one. Which mental is a mind F too sometimes looking uh-huh. at it. That one's a pretty good one. We've seen I mean, it different... made... I mean Evan quit on it because Camilla was yelling at him so much on the mental challenge. That's when Evan not Evan. Easy. Yeah, okay, easy I was quit. Say... <clears throat> yep, you're right. 
that one that one isn't a pretty gnarly one though they've they've done different like adaptions of that they just didn't use the water tank because i've seen different ones well they use it it's in um what season is it final reckoning it's pretty much the same where they do dunk them in a water tank yeah it's just cold you're right it is they use yeah that's the yep i remember that one but overall like the yeah you're right the format wasn't ideal but that it would have been now that we're kind of talking it out it would have been difficult to do it really any other way yeah i think they missed on maybe they called them and they didn't want to do it but johnny's season has you could have had paula him tyler and then you could have picked a fourth but i feel like you missed they missed on that one i think they missed on um I know Sydney has talked about this before. Vegas, but they, they 100% Vegas, missed on they Vegas. Missed on Vegas. Should have been, it should have been Nani, Dustin, Leroy, and Cook. Can you imagine that team? It would have been awesome. And I, I I, can see what they were doing. They're pulling. They wanted to bring the, the old cast of Las Vegas with the new cast of Las Vegas. But Leroy is not quitting like Alton did. And Cook's not threatening to quit like Trish, Trishel did. Also, it's like... They don't have the same relationship as no, everybody. It's everything like everybody different. else. Everybody else in the house, their whole four have lived together. These two and two haven't lived with the other two. It, exactly. It, 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 it was not idea. It was not a good idea. Exactly. I agree. Hundred percent agree. I. It was missed opportunity on that season. The. Okay. Do you understand now? Because we've talked a little bit about it. I think. The whole Camilla on Fresh Meat, I did not quite understand because she's not she on wasn't. Fresh Meat season. She's right? not. No. So, like, having her on Fresh Meat would just didn't she's, make any sense to me. Her rookie season is cutthroat. She's not even on Fresh Meat too. It, it made no sense my because guess, she's from Real World Explosion. Yeah, my guess is they probably tried to get Laurel to do it, and she wouldn't do it. And then maybe they just like were at a point where. They had no other option. I don't know. But yeah, that I wanted to make sense because now she's not even connected to them. Like you're not even you haven't even been on the same season that they're talking about with Fresh yeah. Meat. Because they bring them in late. Which they're a hot mess. Which is another oh. example of like a team that like doesn't have any connections. They don't work right. together. They don't know each other. I mean, they may have been in a season together and like experienced stuff together, but it's not the same as the real world season. You don't have no, that kind not of even history. Close. No. Right. Wait, I think we missed. Did I? Did I say Cancun on the? I think you did. did. Okay. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm almost 100 percent sure this house and this elimination ring is the exact same location Bloodlines. of Bloodlines. Is it? It is. Yeah, it is. Okay, I thought so. They uh, they talk. Nani says it. I think Nani okay. mentions it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same one. It's a nice house. It's a nice house. Super nice house. Really nice house. That pool is probably the nicest one I've seen them have in a house. Yeah. Uh huh. The uh, talking about kind of just cast members in general, I felt like they obviously have kind of the theme. Like, I don't know if you call it a theme, what you would call it, like the gameplay that they go about is like the rookies because there's so many of them kind of band together. And even some of the non rookies, like Cancun has two, has John A and Jasmine, and they're not rookies or Derek, but they band together with like a Cancun. San Diego, Las Vegas, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. And then St. Thomas is kind of a floater. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Yeah. Vegas ends up being kind of a floater also. Yeah, they ended up piecing out, but they immediately go after Saint or uh Austin. Yeah. Can we talk <laughs> was... about since on that first daily, can we talk about uh Eric? Dude, he was, was so rough. close. He was so close to making it to the top. Dude, that and was then, a long fall he yeah. had. I thought his leg was going to get caught in one of those rungs Dude, and like could you imagine dislocate that? his hip or something? That was a rough one. Oh, to watch. That was tough. You you almost knew as soon as he fell, you're like, there's no shot he gets back up to the top. Like you knew it. No. And that's one of those because they, they lose the first daily. Fresh meat comes in that day. They're there not even a day and they lose the first daily. But that's one of those where like you know any girl, whoever the girl is on that team, does not want to go in with Big Easy. They do right. not want to go into elimination with Big Easy. No. So it's one of those deals where <clears throat> like there's some teams who like work together with like Brooklyn, they had their matchups and they went about it and it was fine. Whoever went in, went in. But this one, like you don't want your I mean, your fate is tied. Like for instance, this first one, Car's fate is tied to Big Easy. Yeah. And how he performs. Which she got lucky in this one. But they immediately target Wes, and Wes tries to get uh, what's his name? Uh, Trey has him like under his wing, and he's like trying to bring him in on it. And then of course you have Danny, dramatic, as always. He was a little, I think it was a little different now with his uh, ex-wife, his ex-wife. on the season. Yeah, that, that had to be awkward as hell. Melinda on it. Yeah, for sure. I don't, what's, I'm trying to think what season, what season is it to where they're like freshly married that they're on together? Or maybe they're not freshly married, they're they're not married yet, engaged. I've I seen the season, it's one of the older, not super older, but like. I'm not sure what the, season that is. One of the early teen seasons, it doesn't really matter, but no. I feel like they were never, I could probably, you could kind of tell that they were not going to stay together. <laughs> They were, were they like, was it one of those where they were like all over each other and it was like a little much? Or yeah, was it... maybe. I don't remember for sure, but it just, I remember watching it. I was like, these two or something's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they... you were saying, they go after the vets. I was just looking at the eliminations and how the game plays out. The first eight people to go are all of the vets Austin and Austin and then Fresh Meat. <laughs> yeah and frank makes a i mean frank's a huge theme to this season or like a pretty much if you were gonna have a main star of the season i would yeah. say it's frank yeah yeah it's it's that whole team it's literally san diego. just it's san diego and then eventually a little bit uh, the vegas they start being kind of crazy too oh yeah definitely but frank makes a remark like it's like a rookie takeover and to me, like, it's just, yeah, you should be able to take over. You've got yeah. 75% of the house. It's like, more. you should, yeah, if not more, you should be able to take over. Yeah. The reason rookies don't do that in the past is because they never have numbers. Right. Like, you never go into a season. I mean, at most, you'll have like, what, four rookies? Usually. And then you got like vets that are, have been playing this game together since like seasons and years and have friendships and so you're butting up against that but this one is a lot it, the gameplay is just completely different and Wes has to go in against Big Easy it's Wes and uh, what's his 
partner's name. It's not Melinda. It's L- Lacey. Lacey. Okay. Lacey going against Kara and Big Easy in a hall brawl. Yeah. It's, oh boy. It's it's a wrap from the start. Yeah. He knows it too. Yeah. He knows it immediately. So Wes goes home first. And this is after I think Battle of the Exes, he went home second, right? Yeah. So he had a he had a rough run there for a second for a couple of seasons. He goes home second in Battle of the Exes and then first in this one. And he's like that last, like it's like the best two out of three. And Big Easy literally rings the bell on the other end with his head. Yeah. On it's that one. Awesome. It's pretty wild. And then the second one, he like takes a different approach, which semi works. I just think it was like a race and Big Easy, I think, had a little more ground on him and he beats him by like a split second. But Wes goes on like this rampage. Yeah. He's like, this is a sucky elimination go to, <laughs> to go in against a fat kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he's like, I get it. It's got to be rough being like a vet and having like a reputation, especially in eliminations. And then you go against something where it's just you're so unbelievably like outmatched. It's yeah, not even outmatched. It's just outweighed, honestly. Yeah. Like, if Big Easy was Wes's size, Wes would probably beat him. Like I think any other of the three eliminations, Wes probably wins. Yes, definitely. I, I think definitely wins. I mean, it's it's like. We're just guessing there, but I, th- I, there's no, I don't see a way he loses any of those, just because a lot of it is endurance and intellect, and I mean, Wes has got both. Yeah. So the, what do you think about this? I have a, we'll, we'll be jumping around the season, but I, one thing I did not like about the season, it, the deal is, is about the season is it, it keeps I. A lot of it makes me angry, but it keeps me interested. There's not a point where I'm like, this is kind of boring. There isn't a single point in the show where I'm like that with the season, which is not the case in a lot of seasons. No, I agree. But like the, the John A. Jasmine, Derek thing, their team, those three specifically, Mm -hmm. because CJ's on that team too. But those three in their talking heads, you would think they're these powerhouse players. And have been for a while that they're like just on top of the world and they talk like they've done something in the game. When all three of them, Derek's gone home first the last time he was there on the show. Jasmine and John A were partners and rivals and made it pretty far as rookies. But these like they have not done anything in this game and they act like they have like this. I don't know. They act like they're these multiple time champions and they run the game. And it just bugged the hell out of me. I don't know if you felt the same, or maybe I'm just oh, I'm just overlooking it, or I'm like reading too much into it. But at this point, the two of them and three of them with Derek have not done anything, and their like unearned arrogance in the season bugs the hell out of me. I feel like it's because they they know they know they're safe in this game for the majority of it because John A is sleeping with Zach at this point, so oh, they're yeah. protected by San Diego. Also, they do, I mean, in this season, they do win a couple of challenges, I'm pretty sure. So in this season, like in short term, they are, they do have a little bit of earned arrogance, I would say. You know what I mean? That's fair. I get it with CJ. It's funny that CJ got to throw in Wes in this first elimination after Wes got him. uh, 
kind of screwed him over in fresh meat too. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. But this season has more fights and personalities than I've ever seen in a season. Oh, it has the it has the biggest group of hotheads of any season. Dude. Like we can talk about that relationship you mentioned, John A and Zach. Mm-hmm. This is where that's birthed and that rival and that uh we see um X's matchup happen or like where it starts, but they're like legit. Like they were gonna plan on being together outside of the show. Yeah. And it actually you hear a lot of the castmates too talk about it later in the season, like kind of resentment towards John A because they just say Johnny's sleeping her way through the challenge. She was. Which she's I mean she, she was. She was. And even yeah. Zach says that. Even Zach mentions it. Like she does. It is what it is. Like it's she may actually have feelings or a real relationship with him, but it's definitely beneficial based on the fact that San Diego is running the game. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But some of the some of the big altercations you have Alton and Frank get into it in this season. First off, Alton apparently thinks everyone's children and he came on a challenge show knowing that like there's younger adults on it. I, I don't know what he was expecting with the season. Like he, he, he always references them as children. Yeah. I mean, how old is he? He's not, I mean, it's at this point crazy. I, I, I don't know at this point. I mean, I mean compared he's, to he's the definitely rest in of his them. mid. Eh, he's probably in his thirties. Yeah, at this that's point. what I was thinking. I mean, he's not like significantly older than these guys. No. So yeah, the altercation with Frank and Alton, right? Yeah. That one, what did that stem from? I'm trying to think. That was, I feel like there's a lot of these altercations. We're not getting a whole lot of background on this. Like there's a lot of stuff we're missing in the house that they're just kind of like jumping into. I think it kind of started whenever. So there's the one part where they all are, but they're, Everybody, the house is going to go to the beach or something and apparently the whole house has to go if one person doesn't go then nobody can go and Alton is like I'm not going I'm staying here I'm just going to chill at the house and then they're trying to tell him like well your actions are affecting everybody we want to go and you're going to screw that up for everybody and he won't go and then Frank kind of doesn't like that and then I think close to the same scene not exactly the same scene you see them both working out and Frank gets up in his face. It like, it like progresses of those things that are building up to this whole thing. And then Frank gets drunk and then it's rap yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah. True. That's so true. Cause Frank, I think first night gets drunk and he gets into it with Wes too. And like, yeah, I has to pull him back and like, yeah. yeah. So you see that a lot of this stems from Frank drinking he also in that that fight you're talking about in the kitchen when they're wanting to leave for the beach and he's not Alton's not wanting to go. Dustin starts like stepping in and then Frank mentions, which I don't know. Did you know a whole lot about Dustin's past? They they talk a lot about it in the season. And they the, talk his, about it this season. Oh, they talk about it in Nexus too. That's where I know okay. from. That's where Nexus, from. They talk about it too. Yeah. So apparently he did some at one point some like pay for gay porn thing i don't know exactly what it is where it was like he talks about it in excess too a little bit more he basically says like right out of high school he got an offer to make some money doing gay porn 
and he took it and did it for I think I don't know if he says, but he did it for a decent amount of time, yeah. like a year, a year or something like that. And so Frank mentions that and like brings that up to him. Is like talking about how you'd like you'd love to get your hands on a man again or something. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. he he goes to that well <laughs> way too many times. It's kind of funny though because he says uh, Dustin has a decent comeback. He says. Um, I did. I got paid for it. You just do it for fun, or something like that. <laughs> you don't say that. You're right. I remember that. <laughs> that was good. The um, and this is the introduction tonight. Oh my god, that's a that's a good segue because Knight is on another level in this season with his. I don't even know what to disc- like. Like, yeah, he's an asshole, but some there's this another level of like like a line he just crosses <laughs> well he talks about like which it's true like a lot of the game is mental like it's your mm-hmm. mental state and like you can mess with someone in their head and like kind of just screw up their game the way they play and at one point this huge alliance they have like vegas starts to like get a little flaky about it which vegas yeah. has nani to Trishel, alton and dustin so in response to that night like gets in an altercation with Jemmy, not Jemmy. No, no, no. That's 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 later. It's he puts Nani's clothes, like her laundry, in the water. Yeah. First, it was just her laundry. Like, I guess I guess the clothes. show the show I guess cleans their challenge uniforms. I think is what it was. And they all they have it in a little bag, and they all yeah. get their bag of clothes. And at first was he put that in the water, and then. Once Donnie finds out about it, she goes to him and asks why he did this. And then there's a big argument and then like it kind of cools down. And then he goes and gets her entire suitcase and puts it in the water. <laughs> yes. Dumps her entire suitcase in the water of clothes. Such a D bag move. And he just tries to play it off like he didn't do anything too. like. Yeah. Well, because also the this entire time, like he even makes it known. Like the main reason he's actually on the show is to try to get back with Jemmy because he cheated on her and he's trying to get back with her the entire yeah. time. Yeah. The entire time he's doing that. Then they have, I think, Jemmy and I want to say Camilla get into it at one point on the bus. And yes. Nani kind of jumps in trying to stop it. I think she was actually defending Jemmy. I'm not sure how that worked out. Yeah. Then Knight jumps in and starts calling uh, Nani a bitch, which sets Nani off. Yeah, and not even like they're screaming at each other, and not even at one point like threatens to leave, like she's going to leave the show. Which anytime anybody does that, it rarely happens, and it's just a drama pull. But you have so many. I was looking at it. You have so many rivalries birthed in this season, like that they oh, yeah. use. But there's one that they didn't use that I think they messed up on. Because it would have been a good team in Rivals 2, and it would have made more sense than the one they had. But it was uh, Dustin and Frank. I think that would have been a good team. I know it was mm-hmm. Johnny. I know it ended up being Bananas, but you could have found a lot of partners for Bananas to be with in Rivals. Yeah, I agree. But Dustin and Frank would have been a good one. Yeah, because Preston and Knight are born in this. They're not, they're already Rivals in this going but into this. But he builds in this one, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy and Camilla end up being Rivals. Nani and John A, which is kind of a flaky rivalry. That's too. that's one of those flaky ones. You're right. Yes, it absolutely is. Um, 
Derek oh, and Rob. Uh, I was, that's what I was about to say. That's a, that's a fun fight to talk about when Rob rips his shirt off. <laughs> then Trishel and Sarah, which theirs is weird too. Trishel's deal with Sarah, she like Sarah and Alton have a like yeah. a fling, and she thinks she Sarah's using Alton for something. It just didn't make any sense. No sense. Some of the hookups though, since we're since we mentioned that, mm-hmm. you have there's actually just. I mean, instead of hookups, there's like actual relationships that happened in yeah. the show. So Big Easy and Devin had to be the most random one. Yeah. Like it was the one that I wouldn't have. Like if you give me a lineup, that's I'm never picking them together yeah. to date. But they yeah. had like some serious relationship. Devin wasn't thinking it either until it happened. She's even <laughs> she was even shocked. Yeah. Then there's John A and Zach, which pretty much runs in terms of relationships pretty much runs the house mm-hmm. Ashley and Chet what Ashley and Chet they were in a or no is it CJ is it Ashley and CJ well it was yeah yeah, yeah okay I know yeah they were kind of I don't know was it ever like a relationship status I feel like I don't he think was it was friend like, zoned yeah it was kind of like a flirty thing I don't yeah. know if it was actually like a hookup yeah. or anything like that but that was one then we talked about Sarah and Alton, and I feel like I'm missing one. Um, Maybe not. Oh, there's it's from their old season, but uh, Trey and Laura. Laura. Yeah. Yeah. They're together. And oh, and Marie and Rob. Yes. Oh, we haven't talked. I love. Dude, That's, I freaking... okay. We let's talk. We'll we'll get to characters individual because I okay. want to go. I want to go team by team and break okay. down because I cause we can do that. Honestly, some of the daily there's a couple cool dailies, but the dailies overall I was not like huge yeah. on. There was like, some of the water, some of the stuff over water, and then the last one they do with the uh, four wheeler. That one was cool. Yeah, but other than that, I'm not. There's not a whole lot of dailies that I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't really need to cover any of the dailies, but. So, Let's go. We were at, we were in fights, and I took us a different spot. But there's kind of a huge altercation between actually Frank. I, after this Alton thing, after this Alton thing happens, as we were talking about, he doesn't throw himself in elimination. Instead, Dustin throws himself in to pair with Nani because Nani doesn't want to go on with Alton, and Zach and CJ get in Alton's face at elimination. Do you remember that? Oh yeah, they yes. get into like a big all. They get into a big fight and they have to be separated. And then I don't know what Alton's thinking, honestly. I <laughs> in that situation, no, I don't. But Vegas, Vegas turns into at a certain point. They're like fine for like what four or five episodes, and, or maybe even less than that. But Vegas turns into the biggest, like adversaries of san diego because san diego is running this house if, if you're watching the season san diego completely has control of what's going on in the house and they're not really hiding it. it's not like a secret game it's just like everyone's accepting of that happening but frank and i don't even know where this one starts frank and nani or no it's i think it starts with Derek and nani Derek and nani are in a fight like talk yelling at each other then frank jumps in and then Marie comes in to defend Nani. And pushes Sam over. Pushes in- Sam into a 
a plant or something. Like a plant, and she hits her head. Yeah. And then Frank goes over to stop her, and then Rob jumps in and gets in between Marie and Derek, and then Derek and Rob get into it to the point where uh, Rob gets shoved, and then that's when he rips off his shirt. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And dude, this that fight because then I think uh, Chet makes a remark. He's like, "There is actually there is a fight happening in every corner of the house." It yeah. was the wildest thing I've seen because that was like episode one, was so one thing many after things another. happening. Yeah. So I'm trying to I'm, I can't I couldn't even keep it straight because the Nani and Frank are consistently fighting through the entire thing, mm-hmm. and they say, "Let's go to the side and talk." So they go to the side and talk, and it doesn't work. They fight it again. Doesn't work. Don't they, they fight again, and then yeah. dude, Frank goes to some levels. In in that fight, that I I don't understand how like after that you can actually be cordial with people. That's the same fight where they there him and Dustin are talking about yeah the gay porn and stuff like that. It's the same. It's all the same thing. Well, because he brings that up multiple times. Yeah. No, I don't even. I, I'm talking about. He talks about like when he's talking about Nani's sister overdosing. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. yelling at her after they like couldn't figure it out, and he keeps calling her a bitch, and like. Dustin's there defending Nani. That's when Frank is up on the balcony yelling and they're down things. on the floor by the pool. Yeah, yes. That's when all of this happens. Yes. And they're yelling and he's yelling about Nani's sister's drug problem, which is just unbelievable. Like, like the, I see some of these fights happen and then like, they must be together for a while. And maybe there's an apology that happens that we don't see. I don't know, but they can act like they're friends and discuss things. Dude. I don't, I, at that point, I, there's no way I could, pretend like we're just cool you well know? i think part of it is also that nani was drunk too so she probably yeah, doesn't fully both, remember everything they are both drunk in that situation that's true but this one they get to a point where frank comes down to like confront dustin zach's there too oh yeah i forgot about this part and they are getting in each other's faces and he's like and like dustin's telling him to swing which this one this one was actually like somewhat of a respectful fight it's not like a josh fight when like he like pushes security towards the person who's fighting him mm-hmm. it's more of like a like dustin's actually in his face and they're like actually about to come to blows and i'm surprised dustin didn't get thrown out because dustin he does hit him he shoves he hits his face i, mean, I don't know yeah. if he punches him but he hits his face and uh fessy got thrown out for way more way less than that yeah We've, it's a different. It's a different. Show it's a different now. era. That's that, yeah. that's the two. Those are two situations that you look at, and like that one. I if, if they had thrown him out, like had sent him home, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I honestly, I knew. I think I knew that they weren't going to get thrown out because I think I might have known like how the final shaped out. But oh, okay. I thought I thought he was going to get sent home for a second. Yeah, it was bad because they had, then at that point Frank was ready to swing and they were like had to be separated again. Yeah. But my goodness, dude! Some of these there, and there's more fights. I think I'm not. I think I'm missing. Can you think oh, of yeah. any that were um, early in the season? It's not like a fight, fight, but that's a big argument between Camilla and Brandon. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. That I mean, that whole team is like a dumpster fire from the beginning. They can't ever decide who to go in. No. And Camilla is always crying about not going in, and then Brandon just tells her straight up. He's like. I don't remember exactly what he says, but I he just he says a lot of things that a lot of people wish they would have said to Camilla. Yeah, like you're a crybaby. You just need to get over this kind of stuff. And he he's going into her for a good five minutes or so. 
Yeah. And it was bad. But it was one of those deals where like Camilla dishes it out just as bad. So it's not one where you like feel bad for because yeah. she does what she does. He calls her crazy. He's like, you really are crazy. And she's like, yeah, I'm crazy. I'm the crazy one. You're the one that's standing here yelling at me. He's like, yeah, you are crazy. <laughs> so let's go through. We can go through team by team. Okay. We can go through like team as they were eliminated, maybe. But yeah, we can do that. Austin, Austin gets wiped out first. And we talked about this is probably Wes's worst game. Yeah. Pretty easily. I mean, going home first, really. I th- I think he started to sow some seeds that could have helped him in the game. To be honest, with Austin specifically, or not with Austin with uh, St. Thomas, but it just he had so much. It's like they were aiming all of the re- all of the vet- or the rookies came in. They were. He, he was like the figurehead. Yeah, like he was like the mainstay of the challenge. So it's like yeah. that's the one we're getting out. So that I mean, he was from the get go kind of set aside. Yeah, Kara and the. Um, fresh meat. They came in late anyway, so like they were, they Plus were they second, lost. obviously, right? Like they, like they get sent in because they lose. Oh yeah, good point. But Austin, Austin gets wiped out within the first two episodes because then there's after we talked about Lacey and Wes go home. Then there's Melinda and um, his name's for some reason Danny, 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 Danny. And they lose in like the endurance, but they don't really have any spot in this. They're like trying to give. There is one point where I guess I can. I guess I missed this one. There is one point where they're giving uh, Knight and Jemmy relationship advice. Oh yeah, at the bar, it was like it was. <laughs> I was like, dude, are we not like understanding the two relationships? That I'm pretty sure. Them? I'm pretty sure Knight says something like. Why am I going to take relationship advice from you whenever you guys are sitting here divorced or something like <laughs> Did that? He say that? I was going to say, I was thinking it. That's he says something like that. I love Knight's monotone voice when he's talking about stuff like that. Is It's like, I can't even describe it, but it's so funny when he says stuff like that, like so nonchalantly. His voice is kind of like mumbling. I love that from yeah. Knight. <clears throat> so Austin goes out pretty quick and they really don't have a whole lot to bring to the season in general. No, not really. Then, then there's fresh meat, which fresh meat comes in first. They go, they win what, two eliminations back to back. Yes. They win. Oh, two. They, no, they win the two versus Austin. Austin. They wipe out yeah. Austin. Yeah. They wipe out Austin and then they go into the next two and they lose the next two also. It's literally Austin goes out in two eliminations. Then the next two fresh meat goes out. Yeah, because they go in fresh meat. It's a there's always like on. a fight. There's always like a fight with Camilla and Kara on who's going in. Yeah, it's, it's like, like they already... volunteers and then yeah. she's backs out each time. Yeah, yeah, which is frustrating because Camilla's dramatic and this is one of those forgettable seasons for Kara. This is one of those yeah. where like when you look at her legacy, you like want to leave this off because it's just. It's just and I don't even think nothing. it's really her fault. Because no, it's not. She was on a dumpster fire of a team because none yeah. of them were going to make up their minds. I felt bad for Brandon too a little bit. I I do because I do like Brandon. He's I like do. I wish he could have gotten a solid teammate. I think he could have went far in one of these seasons if he had a good team. Well, he's easy in the house. He's easy to get along with in the house. It seems like. exactly. Like he gets yeah, along I don't with everybody. Think, like, like nobody. He's he's almost like Leroy. Like nobody. You yeah. can't hate him. You can't not like him. Agreed. Yeah. But he goes home. 
I think Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn goes Sarah, against them twice. Sarah and Chet send Brandon and Kara home. And they're doing the not so fast thing. Yes. Correct. Elimination. They send them home and it extends more storyline for Big Easy and Devin. Mm-hmm. And they have one of the got to be one of the most pointless fights I've ever seen about how old the men that Devin like, are, is dating. Like, the yeah, oldest. But, yeah. It was some yeah. stupid fight that they like hone in on. It's like, I, I don't need this. I don't like, need I, it. That was a little, that was a damper on the season. Like, yeah. What is this? I, Take this out. <laughs> exactly. They could have edited that out. But then this, uh, Brooklyn has to go in against fresh meat. The mm-hmm. last two, which is yeah. talk about the worst matchup you could have when you're trying to communicate is big easy. Who yeah. always thinks he's being wronged. Have you noticed yeah. that? Always yeah, he, thinks he's being wronged. He always thinks whatever somebody he like, he takes everything so personally. I think he makes a statement. Uh, I think it's the first episode where he's like, I'm down. What do he say? I think he said 80 pounds was it 80 pounds. It was like some 70. Se- I think he said 70, 70 pounds. What they're going to say about easy now. And then he proceeds to lose the daily challenge. For them. <laughs> I mean, but he was like all the way back to gauntlet three when he dies in the literally dies in the final. I, I mean, he had to have been like, he was over 300 at that point. Yeah. Oh, he was big. Yeah. No, and then, I, I'm, I agree. Yeah, he was to the point where I think in, What's his next season? Cutthroat. He's on Cutthroat. And in that season, he says that he lost like 30-something pounds. And then now he's so in total, it sounds like he's lost about 100 pounds since the gauntlet, which is still, he's probably still like... Which he lo- he does look a lot better from gauntlet something. to this. Yeah, yeah for sure. It is significant. But he has to go up against... Because the Brooklyn... I think Brooklyn's probably the most well-oiled team. Yeah, or like in the well functioning team, like how they how they do things. Cause like if one if they have a pair that goes in, and then if the elimination if like they go into another elimination, the other two go in. Yeah. So it's like they, they're not fighting about who's going in, but Devin has to go against Big Easy. Big Easy. And Camilla, and of course Camilla and Easy mm-hmm. cannot communicate in this. It's the one where they're underwater, right? Yes, but like Easy's underwater pulling himself, and then she's trying to solve a puzzle, and she's yelling at him to like give her more time. And then, I, did he did she say something first? Because I know she says something like pretty gnarly after, but I don't think that, like, makes him quit. Because like there's a point where he just quits. She just keeps. She just gets into that Camilla mode where she's just like yelling, like do this, do this. Like she's just bossing him around. I think he's just over it. He probably kind of knew to like. Even if we win this, we're going in again next week and we probably won't win another, you know what I mean? Like they're they're going in repeatedly, even if they win this. Yeah. So he he, he probably just had it in his head. He's like, all right, screw this. I'm not gonna take her bashing me any longer. And then she I mean, I I did feel bad for her because like he quits on her. Yeah. And then she's like trying to still continue to do the elimination. <laughs> I and like she how- starts screaming at him. Before she even starts screaming at him, she's like, she's like, well, what are we going to, she like looks at TJ, what are we going to do? Because I'm not quitting. I'm not going home. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to yeah. climb up on my own. And she, she starts climbing up the, up the thing. <laughs> yeah. That's true. She does. I For that, that aspect, I did feel bad. But then she starts berating him 
yeah. just continually it, low and it blows. gets low blows and i understand she's upset but it gets like really bad it gets to like the laurel level when he was she was like going at easy and yeah. cutthroat uh-huh. it gets to that level and then eventually i think she cools down she's the kind and this one she can't blame on the fact that she's drunk no. she just goes like when she gets upset it's like she sees blood all she sees mm-hmm. is red and she yeah. just goes way too far with him like i understand being frustrated and being angry at him and that that's totally understandable for him quitting the elimination which then again sends you home but then yeah. she's just goes way too far but the team so they go home i mean shocker easy and camilla couldn't <laughs> make it to the final uh Devin and JD are the ones that come up technically with a win and elimination, even though it wasn't really a win. But right. JD has to be the most pointless cast member. And I, I don't want to say it. He just doesn't bring anything to the season. No, like in he a really season doesn't. full of drama and full of like personalities. He's just kind of a dud, and it's. I feel like he has a. I feel like he could be something too. Like he seemed like he might have a little bit of personality. Yeah, like I watched. I watched the. Uh, what's it called? The reunion. reunion. Good. The reunion. This and, one's pretty yeah. good. And he has some moments in the reunion that that are some decent moments in the reunion. But yeah, in the season, he's kind of wallpaper. Yeah, I agree. Chet and this, his. Chet and Sarah are they play a very great good game. competitors they're it's, very they, smart yes they play a very good politically savvy game especially the for the fact that san diego is against them and san diego's running the house and they maneuver their way through everything and make it to the final like because they're against they're against that huge alliance the entire time yeah so i mean they're basically i'm that alliance the next team they wanted to go in after fresh meat was gone was Brooklyn, but they yeah. survived. They they, went they back won an elimination. Yeah, they win three eliminations in a row. Actually, I'm looking at it here. They win the two against Fresh Meat, and then they win the next one after that too. Okay, they probably beat New Orleans then. Yeah. Yes, they beat the first two of New Orleans. Yep. So, because Fresh Meat and I, we're not Fresh Meat, Brooklyn is very impressive in how they play the game, and like they're. They have to go into elimination multiple times, but they also win dailies. So like they, they have a sit, they have like a, they have like a, a, like a, after they go into those three straight eliminations, they win like what? I think two dailies in a two row. Two in a row. Two in a row. And they, they put San Diego in twice, which they end up winning, but still, yeah, they win two in a row. Yeah. And they end up, Brooklyn makes it to the final, which I think if they, tell me if I'm wrong. I think I if they could gone. redo it, they probably would have had a way to get rid of JD and Devin. Because mm-hmm. I honestly like, think with the way, which we'll talk about, with the way San Diego was rolling in that one, you could have made an argument that they might have, Chet and Sarah might have beat that that four. Yeah, I agree. By themselves. But Brooklyn makes it the final. We can Now we can talk about, we'll, we'll get New Orleans out of the way. I mean, Night, this is Knight and Jemmy's both of their rookie seasons and Preston. Mackenzie only appears once on this. Yeah, Preston is kind of boring this season too. He's yeah. not very, especially in a, like you said, in a season with a lot of drama, he's kind of not there that much. You got to stand out in this, yeah, to be kind of any kind of um, exciting in this season because of how many, how much is going on. 
But Knight and Jemmy, they're pretty standout in this. Knight definitely is. They don't have – they're not a team that, like, you w- would watch and think, wow, they're going to make some big moves or, wow, they're going to make it far. Like, after – even with the four of them, you knew they were going to be the collateral damage of the alliance eventually. Yeah, they were going to be the yeah. one picked off or lose. They, I mean, they lose a couple of dailies. But they – Knight brings a lot to this episode, to the season. And you, you see, the, like we talked about, that rivalry that ends up – being in the next season, but then St. Thomas, I think St. Thomas might be the most interesting team that we cover. Well, Marie honest. and Rob, Marie and Rob are interesting. Trey yeah. and Laura are kind of whatever, well, but yeah, but you, that's, you do get Trey and Zach uh, yeah. rivalry built in this because Trey is an odd one. Trey just won't, I don't know what he's doing or what he thinks he's doing in gameplay, but like they're trying to bring them in onto this huge Alliance and Trey's like refusing to allow it to happen. Yeah, and even in, I think it's it's whichever elimination is like that they have or not elimination daily where they have all these like carnival games and they're like goofing around kind of stuff and the last one ends up being where they're like hitting each other with the fish and stuff. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yep, I know what it's, you're talking about. It's the elimination that Trey ends up going home in that same episode. Yes, Marie is like trying to get Trey to not go in. Like she's like into the last the the final of the daily. She's like, can Rob, she wants Rob to do it. And Trey's like, no, I got it. I got it. And he goes in and loses. <laughs> like, well, also, I, I, she wanted to go in instead of. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. She wanted to go in instead of Laura, I think. Yeah. Which she and Laura just said she wanted to participate in this. And she's like, well, I, it's not about participation. She said, send your best person in. So we're not going in. And Laura goes in and loses twice. Yeah. I thought. I, tell me what you think of Marie. Marie to me is so good for the show. I freaking love Marie. She's like for somebody who's not a winner and like a like a super good challenger. She's probably in my top five of my favorite females of the show ever, which is saying something. I would probably agree because she just in every season she's in, she brings. It's not even drama. It, it is drama. I know it is, but it's she just her she personality. No, she doesn't care. Yeah, but anything in, in this season. If you just go based off this season, like this is her rookie season, Marie's. I think like the way they talk about her, they act like she's a, like a really good competitor. So like you think going forward, she's gonna be like this. Oh my gosh, she may be like a powerhouse coming in because the way they talk about her. And the way they act, they're like, yeah, Marie's is tough. All this, all that. And she brings so much to the challenge. She's like, wow, this girl's crazy. And you find out she's actually a shit competitor, but <laughs> she's really good for the show. Like, you find yeah. out in later seasons. Like, I think she's an invasion. She goes home first. Uh-huh. Then, like, Vendetta, she's in Dirty 30. And, like, she's not, she doesn't have any real. She's like, so good in Final Reckoning. Just the oh, her show for the she's amazing in that. Perfect. That she's great for the show, but she's yeah. not a good competitor. Yeah. Which is so it's just based on this season. Am I wrong? Like you were watching the season, you're thinking, if you just watched the season, yeah, Marie's gonna be really good going forward. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Which she was to a certain extent because she brought so much this season. She was hilarious. She's dramatic. She, her talking heads are next level. Like she's so real in it with Rob. Rob's kind of 
whatever, but I think paired with Marie, it's perfect. And her accent makes out. makes things even funnier. Her is it, I can't tell. I like thinking of my head now, I'm not sure. Is it where is she from? Is it Boston or New York? It's either uh, Boston or New York. One of the two. That accent something, is yeah. one of those. But it it makes everything she says even better just because I think that kind of accent makes things funnier. She has a a moment on the bus when it's after because eventually like her and Frank are really close. And eventually Frank throws her and Robin after it's just those two in elimination. And she's super upset on the bus and like she's yelling at everyone. This is after they are at the bars. She's drinking. She's yelling at everybody. And uh, she has a moment where like she's yelling at Zach. And she's like, I beat your girl. She's like yelling at Zach and Zach's like, well, I beat, I think he yells like I beat your man. And then, uh, and then she just keeps going back and forth at Zach completely. But it's just like a a nonstop Marie fighting everybody. Yeah. Like she's fighting Frank. She's fighting everyone on that bus. She does not care. She's fighting Sam, everybody. And it's amazing. Cause they go home. I think Vegas sends them home. Dustin and Trichelle send the rest of the St. Thomas team home. Then yes. we can go through, I'm trying to think Cancun. We'll go. Th- we Cancun next. Yeah. Uh, S- go ahead. So I was going to just say CJ and Jasmine go out or not early, early, but earlier than Derek and John a, um, they weren't that much either. I don't think they were, they didn't bring them, much. like CJ and Jasmine didn't, I don't think. No, not, not really. CJ's a good competitor. Like I think he's yeah. really good at the challenges, but he doesn't. Um, I say this in the night. Like he's too nice. Yeah, he's too much. He's actually. I see. I feel like he's actually like a decent person. <laughs> so yeah. he's I'm just not, not sure meant for I'm reality like, TV. <laughs> I'm not sure how that works in the challenge, but he has. He does provide an iconic matchup in elimination. I think, like what they do. Like it's just the, it's the second technically second hall brawl we see. But oh yes, this elimination he goes against. It's just the setup matchup. Brooklyn is able to throw in Cancun against, which we can do a little background before we get to the actual elimination. Cancun against San Diego, who have been working together the entire time, and everyone. Have you noticed they? I mean, they were talking, and CJ wants John A to go in with him because he wants the best of Cancun to go in. Like he wants, mm-hmm. like for them to have the best effort. And she does this whole spiel about how she actually needs the money and how she needs it at home because of her home situation, which is, I mean, it is what it is like that. That probably is definitely, I'm not saying it's not real, but I feel like everyone really needs the money. Am I? So like her argument didn't make sense to me of why she needed to stay over others. Right. Like other people have needs for money too. (laughs) Yeah. So it was like one of those and, they even other teams make a comment about how like Johnny's like a snake after this, like how like ridiculous it is that she didn't go in, like forcing Jasmine to go in against a girl. Mm-hmm. Anything physical, Jasmine should not be an elimination. Mm-hmm. Like it's Absolutely. just you're automatically no. you're counting that as a loss. So she loses, she ends up going against Sam, and she loses to Sam. But then Zach, and you look at this matchup and you think Zach's gonna run like CJ's a good competitor in Hall Brawl, but you think Zach's gonna run through him. Dude, CJ dominates Zach in this elimination mm-hmm. to begin with. 
He wins yeah, two of start. three. Yeah. Two of three. And it's like they aren't that close. No. The first two really are not. not that close. And he's doing what he because if he goes head to head with Zach, he's going to lose. Like just physical, like Zach has a good what, like 30 pounds on him, you'd say? Of muscle. Like I I and Probably he's bigger. More, Maybe yeah. more than that, 50 pounds. He's bigger than CJ. But CJ goes low on him. Mm-hmm. It's like it wraps up Zach and he can't get that low as CJ is getting. And he wins two matchups right off the bat. Then they flip a coin and had it been. I mean, either way, they, if ends up being boys, which yeah. Cancun wants. And he wins again. It's again, it's a final matchup. San Diego won one with the girls. Cancun won one with the boys. And then it's a final matchup and it's best two out of three winner takes all. So finally, Zach gets smart and like hurdles him in the uh, in the middle of the hall brawl and wins and then eventually just physically outmatches him in that. But I honestly, that was one of the most impressive eliminations like in terms of like strategy that CJ had. Yeah, like it's some. It's like one of the most impressive losses. <laughs> oh, it honestly, is because he yeah. it was so smart, and Zach did not know at first what to do. You thought Zach was going home. I thought Zach was going home the first time watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I if I wouldn't have known that they won this season, I would have yeah. thought that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's such a good matchup, and it's 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 one of those where you wouldn't necessarily expect it to be in that particular elimination because it's built for Zach. Like that's like if you ask Zach what elimination he wants, that's a tailor made one for him. Yeah, I think this is um, a shot at somebody in a the current season, but I think Zach is what Fessy wants to be. <laughs> that's true, and he will never be. Yeah, because Zach's actually entertaining. But Cancun, then they're left with Derek and John A. And they make it as far as Zach is willing to take them. <laughs> <laughs> they lose right before the final, which has to stink. Yeah. They lose to San Diego right before the final. And so they get eliminated. Then we can move on to... Did we already talk about Brooklyn? Or did we not? We Yeah, we did. We did talk about Brooklyn. We said that like, if Devin and JD weren't on that team, they would have probably won the final. Yeah. So then there's Vegas. Vegas was entertaining because Nani, this is, dude, Nani, I don't know, in this one in particular, she is so much more, she's younger, so that's probably why, but she's got, she's like wanting to fight everybody. I love it. All the time. I love it. Her, She comes in with a bang in her rookie season, no doubt. She makes herself known. She's like telling everybody, like, I'm going to be on this show for eight or ten however many seasons she is and i want everybody to know who i am that's what that's basically what she said yeah exactly and they they win i think that as a team they total in total they win two eliminations but there's one that gets sent into where it's alton and it's supposed to be trishel trishel because trishel like screwed up the daily like royally yeah. screwed up the daily and so like she's they're trying to convince her to, they're trying to be like it's you going in and she refuses to go in. And I like what Nani does here. Nani like volunteers herself to go in because she didn't want San Diego picking her. Because it was right after their fight and she didn't want San Diego having that power. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, sh- like, 
was this right whenever Alton was like threatening to throw the elimination? It's because he does that twice. Yes, yeah. he but he is threatening to throw this one. Yes. And that's why Trishel doesn't go in. Yeah. Mainly why she doesn't go in. Because she keeps because also isn't she at one point saying that she doesn't want to be there fully? Like she might leave. Yeah. So like just go in and lose and let Dustin and Nani rock yeah, it out. Yeah. And that's the that's why I really it's one of the reasons why I really wish they would have had Leroy and Cook. Yeah. Because I honestly think that four and it's they might they, they win. Might win. I think they win. I think yeah. they win. I agree. Because Dustin, I mean, Dustin, this is the most impressive we've seen Dustin be, or we'll we will see him be. This is this season is the most impressive we see him because he they end up making it to the final. Nani and Alton end up losing that elimination. And there's actually a point in that it's like the endurance one when they're throwing the balls across. Mm-hmm. Where they uh like Nani looks at or like in her talking head, she's talking or she's saying, she's talking about Alton. She's like, I'm not actually sure if he's trying. Cause there's a point where he's like not throwing the balls at all. It's like, dude, are you going to be this blatant about throwing the challenge? Yeah. So that's one of those seasons where I feel bad for Nani because it'll go against her record, but it's, it sucks. Cause I think she actually could have made it. They could have had a good shot at winning had they stuck together and been able to work together. But what's left with is Dustin and Trishel. Mm-hmm. And they end up making it to the final. They win the last daily, which was that four with the one we're talking about. Yeah, and they they throw in um San Diego. San Diego, no. yeah. Oh wait, which one? It was San Diego or Cancun, you're right. I think it was San Diego. Because they, they win loses. against Yeah, they win in together. Yep. They're going against each other. But Dustin and Trishel end up winning one of the eliminations which was the water one where they're doing a puzzle. Trishel's doing the puzzle and Dustin's underwater. Yeah. They send home uh, Marie and Rob. Yep. Then I think the last, is it the last team left is yeah. San Diego? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So San Diego, I, I'm going to make an argument before we talk about the team. I want to talk about Frank for a second. Frank okay. is so good in this season. Yeah, I agree. Frank is not only a amazing competitor, but he brings drama to the show and it doesn't feel manufactured. No, it it's just like it's just like his personality. Like he he wants to defend everybody that he has like an inkling of a friendship with, so he just automatically is on 10 for an argument. On the edge all the time. Like there's certain points in the season where it seems like, for instance, Nani, we've talked about this, I think, briefly, but she, it some of the fights seem like they're just her. I don't know. They feel manufactured. They feel made up a little, a little bit. bit. And then it and then it turn it may turn into a real fight, but some of it feels like a little made up. Frank's all of Frank's in this season seem like he's either drunk and it comes in a fight, or he's actually just allowed like he's he is not letting back. He's not holding anything back from anybody. He lets people know how he feels, and it's so it's it's just such good TV what he brings to the show. No, I, I definitely agree. I think because I'm going through some of his seasons because he's only in three seasons. He's one that had the chance of going down as one of the best. You think so? I really do because I think if you watch. Because he goes home in free agents early, 
He has to go home. He's like, sick. He's yeah, sick. He's yeah. Sick. He wins two eliminations against two good competitors, and he actually he sends home Chet and Dustin in that season, and then he has to go home because he's sick. But I honestly, I he has a good shot at winning that season. Free agents had he stayed. I just I have I have Frank. You don't think so? That's a gauntlet he's going through in free agents. No, of CT and bananas. That. But he, dude, he's good. I agree, but I just I think we did. I just think we didn't get to see enough of Frank. There's no way for me to tell if he would have been, but I think Frank was would have been so good for the show and would have been could have gone down as one of the best. Not I'm I'm not gonna say in a goat conversation, but like could have gone down in like a conversation where it's like a top competitor. Like he it's is a kind top of, competitor, but I kind of like looking ahead after free agents, there's not a lot of seasons that he fits in format. You know what I mean? About. Yeah. Because the season after that is X's two. He doesn't We're have any X's. The... the season after that is bloodlines. Blood, bloodlines. But you could have pulled him in that could've... one. Yeah, he could have been in that. Rivals, Rivals three, three easily could have had a rival. It would have been him and Dustin or something like that. So, no, yeah, it, two season, two seasons in a row that he didn't really fit into is kind of why I think maybe he couldn't. Well, the next time you actually don't see him until he's a mercenary on Vendettas. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. He loses, but he's a mercenary. Yeah, I did. Yeah, forgot about that. But I do, I do think it was. It's unfortunate we didn't see more of Frank in the challenge. Yeah, I, think I can I can agree with that. He's so good at the challenges. He's so good, like TV wise, reality wise, and he's he just he creates storylines without feeling like I said without it feeling fake. Yeah, like so, which was cool. Zach is, I mean, he's a challenge legend. Like that's I, I'm safe to say that, right? I I know yeah. Sydney believes that too, but he's in the legend category. Yeah, has to be. He's not he's breaking goat status, force. but he's no. legend for sure. No, he's not breaking goat status. I think free agents solidified that for him that he wouldn't yeah. do that. But he's in this one. Him and Frank have like this roller coaster relationship, where they're like friends at one point. They even kiss, which was odd. They literally kiss in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying they kiss. Yeah, and then they're up and then they're down. They're fighting. They're actually getting a physical education. Multiple. Yeah. Yelling at each other, their teams breaking down. Which I understood. I honestly did understand Zach's argument against Frank in some of those instances because Frank yeah. apparently they had like a team agreement where in endurance or physical it would be Zach and the other two mental or what's the strategy? It would yeah. be Frank and Frank backs out of one of them. I also Zach think has to do it. Frank is low-key one of the biggest scumbags on the show. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> He's not a nice guy. <laughs> At any point in the show, is he a nice guy? And that's a, that's a perfect instance of it, is when he made that deal with Zach and then like completely does not go with it. No. But they bring... I think they, de- they produce the most storylines. Like, even if it's just connected to them, San Diego... They produce pr- the most storylines. It's majority Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Agreed. And for the other two, Michelle and not Michelle. Why am I saying Michelle? I'm thinking Ashley. about the one we're in. Ashley and Sam. 
Ashley, this is just not like she's not. I am so in a drama mm, season. This is not her season to be part of it. I am so like we can. I'll talk about it more whenever we get to this season. But why was she on invasions? She this is her win in her this only her season. Her yeah. only season in general. Yeah, it's like it had to be hurting for cast on that one. They could have had. I'm just thinking of another female. Emily. Put Emily in that. Paula. Paula. Paula's almost Evelyn. Like pa- those, but I see the Evelyn and Paula, I think they were done with their challenge careers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but Emily would but Emily could have easily. Yeah. Or even even Sarah. Yeah. Sarah Sarah had one exes. She could have been in that. Oh, dude, could you imagine that was right after Rivals three? When oh, she had yeah. the money stolen. <laughs> that would have been funny. But Ashley doesn't really add a whole lot in the season. There really isn't. They like trying to manufacture. They like the whole CJ storylines. You're really the only one that happens. Yeah. But Sam is an interesting one because Sam's relationship with Frank and Zach is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. One minute Zach will be calling her his sister and like their best friends and like he loves her, and then the next like that the mini final they did where they're carrying the puzzle pieces up the mountain. Yeah, cussing her out, like degrading her. It's... Oh my gosh, dude, it's so bad. <laughs> like I get yelling at your partners because I've seen that in these challenges, and it makes sense to like push your partners who are not running or not excelling, but they are like going low blows. And it goes into the final too. They're doing the same yeah. thing in the final. Frank literally pushes her down, like full force pushes her onto her face in the final. She does make a okay in. The reunion, they talk about it. Uh-huh. And yeah. she even says that, like, she, like, they accuse her of not actually being there to win. And she even says that, like, she didn't expect for them to win. Like, she didn't expect to, she was trying to have fun. But then eventually they realize they're a good team. Yeah. She makes a good point in saying if it would have been Ashley, that would have been the one pushed down like that by the guys, that it would have been different. I honestly, Maybe. I can see the argument for that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just her searching for stuff. But, dude, some of the stuff they say to her in that final and some of the, like, actions they did, like, pushing her, like you talked about, yelling at her consistently, just nonstop. Like, at one point, it's like, it's clearly not helping what you're doing. Yeah, I know. You're clearly not making making any headway. You're not making any difference in what... uh, in whatever tactic you're trying to help her with. But somehow San Diego wins the final. I'm not entirely sure how. I honestly thought Vegas was going to catch them in that. Yeah, I did. Because it ends up being San Diego winning, which is Zach's lone win, along with Frank's. And Las Vegas gets second, Dustin and Trichelle. And Brooklyn, Sarah chet jd and devin get third which they could have won at devin i don't understand devin at all (laughs) she was bad like really bad in that final especially as a team like it's like they're they're not even i don't i think there's a point where like they haven't even ran a mile and she's complaining that her feet she can't feel her feet it's like no they haven't even ran like 50 yards it's like so (laughs) early in the final and she's already complaining about her feet 
<laughs> I really did think they were going to win going into that one. If if, if four was going to be an advantage, I thought they I thought they were going to win just because they work as a way team. better all season together. Yeah. All season they work better together. As a team, they are they're going to work better together, but San Diego just had better uh, endurance. Yeah, it was basically it was basically Sam versus Devin. <laughs> yeah, and Devin sucked worse. Yeah, that's really what it came down to. But they even even though they even though she was bad, it, they never got to the point that San Diego did with Sam. And I think they kind of knew that going into it. They, I, I guarantee you, Chet and Sarah probably talked to each other. They were like. If Devin is slow, we're just going to have to accept that we're going to get third place and not like berate her because if we keep berating her, eventually she might quit. And yeah, if she quits, we don't anything. get paid. So no. they probably were like, if we notice early that she's not going to do that well, we just have to keep her going and get to the end. For someone like her, I'm wondering because she's, she's in another, she's in free agents and makes it to that final two. Like if you know you're not good at the one thing you're there to do, like in in the end to win. Yeah, like, she's in Rebels you... three too. Devin is. Yeah. No, who's who is Devin? Cheyenne. The... Cheyenne, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I was. You got me confused for a second. I was like, wait, what? Did I miss? <laughs> uh. And free agents, like I, I don't know, like she's clearly not built for like the physical aspect of the challenge, and that's what the final is. So when you get to the final, I know if you finish, you get a certain amount of money, but like, wouldn't you in your mind, like you know, this isn't for you? Why keep doing it? What am I like? Am I missing something there? No, I mean, I get paid. Just... You get paid to be there, so I guess that's part of it. And she does, and she's probably one of those ones that just likes the party part of it. Like they're like. I can go to do this and party most of the day and have fun most of the day and then have to do like one challenge. <laughs> and she is savvy politically to give her credit uh-huh. where it's due. Like yeah. she, she is savvy. And I don't know if you've noticed now she's, she hosts a lot of the challenge, like after stuff, after shows or like whatever they do for oh, really? I don't know, know if that. they're still doing after shows on the challenge, but for a while she was. And I know she, she filled in for the podcast when they were filming, when, Anissa and Tori were filming. Devin filled in for him. But is there anything I'm missing on the season? I don't think so. I mean, probably something because there's so there was so there much. There was just a lot going on. Little things to yeah, so much going on. But, but this honestly, so. this this is one of the most rewatchable seasons, and it has what's yeah. so funny is it has nothing to do with the actual challenge. No, because it just keeps you entertained and th- the entire time. The yeah. drama of the house is amazing yeah it's very it's much so... like it's like probably it's very much like the next season that we're going to do next week to where it is so rewatchable oh the one we're going to do next rivals 2 is i cannot wait it's my favorite <laughs> season of all time it's my favorite season of all time but this one i i will have to say like there are other seasons i dislike more than this absolutely at this point like watching it watching it back it has good it has a pretty good cast like this has a really good cast and while it doesn't have a lot of heavy hitters in it it like produces some heavy hitters 
Oh yeah. Like, you sure. get, like Zach is birthed in this one, and Zach's entertaining in this. It's not just that he's a good competitor. You do get a lot of the one-liners with Zach too, like his talking heads. He is funny, but I don't have anything to add. I this was. I don't want to. I'm done giving ratings on him because eventually. It's so hard to rate things. Yeah. Like like when we finish all of these, we can, rate we can them. rank them. I yeah. think we can rank, I can rank them. That's a good idea. We yeah. can rank them once we're done with the season reviews. But Battle of the Seasons, sneaky, sneaky, decent season for me. Very sneaky. Yeah. For sure. I agree. There are, but this, I, there are points in the season where I like actually hate the season watching it. And I'm, I, this is one of those where I'm like yelling at my TV at the, People at the like some of the competitors and what they're saying, like what some of the cast and what they say, but maybe that's the point. They keep you engaged. Yeah. All right. I agree. That's a wrap on Battle of Seasons.